Hey, welcome or welcome back to the Uncomfortable is Okay podcast. I'm your host, Chris Desmond. This is a show where we help you get better at doing hard stuff. Today, for the mini episode, we've got another strategy for you. This one's called Watch the Horizon. So what is it? Shifting our focus to the horizon reduces feelings of overwhelm. It increases our ability to process information that we've consumed and to process emotions that we're having. It allows us to be more creative and it shifts our focus from internal to external. Take some time, ideally a couple of minutes at least, to get outside and look at the horizon. And this strategy is also going to work if you do it through a window, but somehow it just doesn't feel quite the same. And ideally the horizon that you're looking at will have a good amount of nature, a good amount of beauty in it. However, the cityscape definitely beats a blank office wall. As you watch the horizon, pay attention to it. What's happening? Is it pretty? Is it pretty ugly? How far away is it? How big are the things that you're seeing? Do this for a couple of minutes and you'll likely start to feel the swirling thoughts begin to slow down. You'll lose some of the tension from your body and those problems that were wrapping you up in knots have somehow become easier to solve. Your focus is like a pot of boiling water. If you keep it turned inwards, it's like you put the lid on the pot. Keep the focus inwards too long and the pot begins to boil over or ends up boiling dry. Turning your focus outwards towards the horizon is like lifting the lid a little bit, letting some of the pressure out. The pot keeps bubbling away, but it's not in any danger of boiling over. So where do I apply this strategy? And this strategy is, again, like most other strategies, best used proactively. So use it before you start to run into trouble. Use it before your pot starts to boil over. With that said, it can also be a helpful strategy to utilize when your pot is already boiling over and you're in a state of overwhelm or you've gone past that point of optimal anxiety. When you're gonna use it proactively, Schedule some times in your day to stop and have a look up at the horizon. These times don't have to be a point where all you're doing is standing and looking at the horizon, but it is quite cool if some of them are because it allows you to focus more deeply. So these times could be while you're walking the dog, while you're walking to a meeting, while you're looking out the bathroom window while you brush your teeth, That is, if you can rip your eyes away from that sexy, sexy devil in the mirror. Or it could be even before you walk into work in the morning. Just be aware of the opportunities to glance up during the day and to gaze out at the horizon, to gaze out into the distance. Repeating this practice turns it into a habit that becomes a natural part of your daily routine. And having that habit on repetition makes it much easier to stop your pot bubbling over. If you need to use the strategy reactively, then be aware of when your overwhelm levels are starting to rise. Your breathing's more shallow, you feel more tense, it's harder to process information, or you become less productive. Make the investment in yourself, make the investment in the work that you're doing by taking yourself away from that situation, stopping and staring at the horizon for a few minutes. Once you've noticed that you've calmed down, then you can head back into it. 
the strategy in action. And I've been utilizing this strategy over the past 18 months or so after I accidentally stumbled upon it when I was just staring out at the clouds wrapped around Mount Kaukau here in Wellington one day. I'd been doing a whole heap of, of bit tasks. So there are those little ones where your concentration flicks back and forth between them. And even though you're ticking them off, you don't really feel like you're achieving anything. My to-do list was pretty large and I had a big project that I was working on that I really wanted to go well, but that I was stuck on and that I was really worried about. So I was way past the point of optimal anxiety with all of this going on and my pot was, was really bubbling over. But thankfully at the time I decided to go and hang out the washing and, and just take a little break. And as I was walking out towards the washing line, the skyline and, and the clouds playing with it caught my eyes. And I stood and watched transfixed for a few minutes. And while I was watching, my shoulders started to relax, my mind slowed down, and all of a sudden I wasn't overwhelmed anymore. In fact, I could actually see the answer to the problem that I was stuck on with my project. And maybe even more importantly, I'd stopped giving a fuck about most of the crap on my to-do list as well. Checking out the horizon it gave me a shift in perspective of where I fit in the scheme of things and what was actually important. And it turns out that most of the stuff on my to-do list wasn't important. And this amazing skyline that I was gazing out at just reminded me that it had been here long before I arrived and was going to hang around long after I'm gone as well. So why does this work? And I guess one thing that you could you could call this is it's a kind of mindfulness practice. I would I would say uh, if you manage to keep your focus there on the horizon. But our brains need downtime, and staring at the horizon gives us the opportunity for some of this downtime, because in this day and age we're really frequently taking in a whole lot of sensory information. I know that I am. Whether that's in visual format, it's written word, whether it's video, whether it's in audio format, like this podcast, information abounds. And in fact, we can pretty much now go the whole time just consuming information and then more information and then more information. There's so much information out there and there's so many ways that we can consume it that we never really have to stop until obviously you pass out from exhaustion. But like, even think about, uh, you can play a podcast in the bathroom while you're in the shower or while you're going to the toilet. I'm not sure of the stats for people that use their phone on the toilet, but I'd say they'd be up there. And Cal Newport, the, the author of Deep Work and Digital Minimalism, writes that regular doses of solitude are crucial for the effective and resilient functioning of your brain. Your brain can't consume information and process complex emotions that are associated with it at the same time. So if you're continually consuming information, these emotions still occur. You just lack the capacity to be able to deal with them. And you also lack the capacity to come up with creative solutions to the problems you're facing. You're so busy consuming that you don't have the capacity to solve complex problems. 
Cal defines solitude as a subjective state where you're isolated from the input from other minds. So staring at the horizon qualifies as the solitude. We're still taking in some sensory information, but we're no longer overwhelmed by it. And this is the type of sensory information that our, our ancestors have been taking in for tens of thousands of years. So we're, we're programmed to be able to absorb this information without being overwhelmed by it. And reducing the sensory input to us allows us the space to, to process our emotions, to solve complex problems to take the lid off the pot so that we're not boiling over. And while minutes might not be enough to really deal with all your emotions or solve some of the wicked problems that are out there, it is a really good starting point. Looking at the horizon also shifts our focus. We shift our focus from our internal problems to an external point and staring off into the distance, appreciating the scope of the world can change our perspective on the size of the problems that we're facing. Suddenly they seem smaller when we compare them to the size of the world and the size of what's out there. And that's not to take away from the fact that these problems that we have, that they're still hard, they're still challenging for us. But all of a sudden they seem just a little bit more manageable. And Dr. Wallace J. Nichols, who's the author of uh, Blue Mind, also makes a great point that looking at the horizon can generate a sense of awe and that having a sense of awe can facilitate feelings of happiness and satisfaction with your life in the moment. And it's pretty hard to be overwhelmed or to be super anxious when you're feeling satisfied with your life in the moment. So my challenge to you is the next chance you get, just take a few minutes to stop and stare at the horizon and notice what effects it has on you later. Thanks so much for getting uncomfortable with me today. I'd love to hear how this strategy goes for you. And this is a this is a draft strategy from my book that I'm writing at the moment, Get Out of My Comfort Zone, An Expert Guide to Doing Hard Shit. If you want to keep up to date with what's happening with the book, where I'm at with things, get a couple of these strategies sent to you in written format. Also be notified when the book is coming out and be hooked up with some deals. You can jump over to getoutofmycomfortzone.com. That's getoutofmycomfortzone.com. Throw your email address in there and I'll keep you up to date. I probably send an, an email about a month so you won't be overwhelmed by emails from me either. Thank you so much for getting uncomfortable with me today.